0: From the explanation of astronomy and we're learning how the Raman explains astronomy based on, based on how he understood the system, or he said the Galgalim, which means he understood the spheres which turn, and how each one carries the planet which it holds with it. And he said the <coughs> biggest is the sun and the stars are smaller than that. And now the next point that Raman I says is something which we, we're amazed. Which is something we're not aware of, we don't understand even. But nevertheless, the rest of Raman says, it. So let's read what Ram says and see if maybe we can find a way to explain. We're holding a rachatest. and The says like this: All the stars and all the galgalim, which is all the planets, nefesh, They all have a nefesh and they all have intelligence. All the planets, all the stars, are intelligent beings, and therefore They're alive. They alive and they know and they can recognize Hashem. So each planet and each star, based on its level or based on its position, they can praise Hashem just like Morachot Just like the stars and the planets recognize Hashem. They recognize themselves and they also know about the Malachim who are on top of them. You need self awareness? Yeah, they understand themselves and they're also aware of the Malachim on top of them. And the knowledge of the Kekavim is less than that of the Malach and more than that of a person, because that's where they are. They're in the world above people, but they're lower than Malachim. And therefore, the level of the Das is. Is commensurate to that. Therefore, they know more than people know, but not as much as Malachim know. And the question is, we've blown away. We didn't know anything about this before. <laughs> but we, the they could the, the technically have They probably don't have the answer, but uh, if there's if something which has dice, then they can make decisions. What is this? Where well, have, have we ever heard of planets which we see as? Being something which is completely inanimate rock, which has just been pulled around in an orbit. And something which is alive, recognizes Hashem, sings to Hashem, knows more than people. It's a... Uh, it's a... That we weren't aware of before. Now... that? Sorry? The planet would do that? The planet would do that. We had with the sun and the moon.
1: Oh. So where did the get this from?
0: Yeah. And the answer is, Ram get this oh, and, and uh, the gets it from many... When Yeshua tells the sun, Shemesh be given dumb, the sun keep quiet. Or it says <coughs> they say it. Right? or it says Shemish is the like the sun, the Khassan that goes So the Psukim say that. that uh, they, the they Psukim talk about the sun and the moon as talking and singing as 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 declaring and therefore if you're gonna read the psukim literally, then yes, it's true. They 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 are masacre. They tell us something. They show us something. And if that's the case, they obviously know more than we do. If they're going to be telling us something, Uh, so if you're going to look uh, in a simple sense like that, uh, then then uh, he would then correct in saying that they have a certain bias and they have a certain ability to speak, even to 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 declare what they have to declare. That's the case. We're going to take the Sukkim that literally. but it's not, just it's not just the planets, it's the earth as well. From the earth we heard song. Yeshaya. So that's the case. We're going to say the earth is also something which is nefesh and has knowledge and can speak. So, like I said, if you're going to look for a Mokkar for the Rambam, we find Sukkim which says something like this. We find Sukkim saying this. We find Chazals which say this as well that uh, the moon spoke to Hashem, and the sun spoke to Hashem, and the moon complained, and the sun rebelled at one stage. And there are all kinds of interesting gemaras about, uh, the uh, don't much about the planets, but at least by the moon and the sun, that they, they, they were very, let's say, active in, in what they wanted, or, or did or didn't do, whatever the case might be. <coughs> so if you're going to take them literally, so then it's mash is as, much more as they, take, they They do not understand things, and they can talk, and they can disagree, whatever the case is. Now, we don't normally understand it like that. Normally you understand it, like is encoded on the, the sign. Does this it as a rule? It does this it, whenever the Chazal talk about something inanimate which does or thinks or says or plans whatever it is, says it doesn't mean the inanimate object itself. It means the Malach who's put in charge of it. And therefore, if there's a Malach who's in charge of the sun, then it's not the sun that speaks. It's rather the Malach of the sun that speaks. And if there's a Malach who's in charge of the mountains, so then it's not the mountains who speak. They can't. But it's the malach in charge of the mountains who can speak. And therefore, he talks about certain Gemara's where we find Meroim conversing with mountains. And this is obviously, the mountain doesn't talk about it. The mountain is not something you like. But it means the mountain is a malach. And the malach of the mountains spoke to That's those as malach. And, and that's normally the way we use to explain all these other psokim as well. The other way to explain the psokim is it's not literal, it's figurative. Mm-hmm. And therefore, it's not like the sun is on the moon saying anything. It's rather what we can learn from them is something that either we understood that they said but they aren't actually saying very much at all, they don't talk at all. But so either those two Mahalchim would make sense in the psukim. Either that it's the Malach of the Sun and the Moon, or that it's the lesson which can be learned from the Sun and the Moon, but it's not necessarily that they themselves are actively speaking or doing. According to this second pasha, how would you, how would you understand that the Moon complained and that the Sun rebelled? Oh, and if that's the case, if 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 it's going to be in the good of, the, how would it be that they complained, and rebelled, whatever the case is? So then, it's, again, it's from the perspective of what we see happen to it. Because if the Pazak says originally, created two Ma'aris Ha-gadalim, and then afterwards it's the Ma'ara God and Ma'arakatan, it means that we see that what was originally one of the Ma'aris HaGadolim was turned to Ma'arakatan. And, and therefore we see that the, the, after creating the moon as something which was greater, we, so so we, had, so we made up a narrative of what happened? No. So if you're going to say that uh, the way Chazaz is the narrative that the moon complained, then, you know, so it's obviously the matter of the moon. You have to go to our first answer. Right, but but if we are talking place. about the second chapter, that is that when we say that uh, that they're singing or that they're telling us something, that's what there's, what's there for us to learn from them, then what we can learn from the fact that the moon didn't remain the size of the sun, is because they aren't two melachim. I understand if Hashem made the moon smaller, then obviously it was because the sun deserved to remain uh, as the melach and the moon would be subservient to it. But like I said, it's, it's very hard to read either of those, of those explanations into the Rambam. Some firstly because he says clearly that they that they they bear and they have daya, and he says they're not melachim. But they can praise Hashem on a level lower than Malachi. So the Mashuaz is talking about the sun and the Moon themselves. And this is an interesting point. Because this is something which, again, to explain it and how how we see the reality that these things are all inanimate and don't seem to have any, don't have life and we don't notice having any intelligence, I can't do it. I mean, so they The Quran doesn't fit in with how we understand the materials of these things. But if we really got to this point, it's Kiddush the Rambam that, that says that there is some kind of dais, so there is some kind of ability to uh, for, the, for, the, for the planets to know something, themselves, the malachim, whatever it is. Then we understand a very interesting insight, And that is, what was the field of, of stargazing that people used to be involved in? Because we know that uh, the way of portraying the future in the time of the Tanakh was to look in the stars. And they could see something. It was completely accurate, but there were definitely things that they could see which were pretty pretty close to, to the mark. How What do you see in the star exactly? What do they see in stars? So firstly, why would they look in the stars? So the Rabban explains this. And the Rabban says, because any vizirah which comes down from Shemaim comes down to this world step by step by step, step. So it starts by the Kisiyakov, the Shri decides to do something. Then it comes down to the world of the Malachi. Then it comes down from the world of the to the world of the Mazalas. And from the world of the Mazalas to our world. And therefore what people who were able to read the zodiac or read the stars, were able to do, was see things one step away. They can already see what's come down to the level of the stars. And now it's just a matter of time. From, until when it comes down from the level of the stars down to here. Which is why stargazers could never tell when. They could tell what was going to happen, but they didn't know exactly when. Because they didn't know how long it would take to come down the last stage. They just knew it was coming. And therefore, for example, when the The stargazers told Pari that the leader of Ty was going to be born, but they didn't know when it was going to happen. We just see it's going to happen and when they said he was going to get punished with water, they couldn't see when it was going to happen really it only happened uh nearly a hundred years later when the river they couldn't see the timing they could just see it, it's going to happen, and therefore they thought it means right now he can get punished with water and so they decided to throw the baby boys into the river so uh, reading the stars wasn't necessarily an accurate science they couldn't tell. You all the details you wanted to know what they could see is whatever was on its way down to this world they could see it a step before it reached here and when it was really in the stars Let me know that Shitaram Banzai advance but the Kiddush now we see according to the is that how did, how did the stars transfer things down to this world? So you could say they're just a medium just like the Sun is a medium through which Hashem shines down to this world the stars are also a medium through which Hashem brings Xeris down to this world but if you're the they Bambam they are an intelligent stage in the process and if we can go from we being passed down, like the to the next level, that's going to, the, the Mazaras have dust, maybe they have the next link in the chain before they come down to here. Which, like I said, is a big Hiddish. <coughs> okay, so that's the, that's the, 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 the of the Rambam. In explaining, like I said, the stars, and the mazon is something which is a thinking a being which can praise Hashem, which can, can act as a, not just, it just stands in the a raw, uh, dead rock, but something which has, he it says, is clear, is an act. Would, would the Ramam see such a thing without knowing Kabbalah? If his basis is from the then he has the psyche. If he understands the psyche, then he is coming from the psyche. Um, Even though it's such a chiddish yeah, it's a tremendous chiddish The but other two shatim are so much more messed up Right, it's a tremendous chiddish It's a tremendous chiddish, yeah Did Shlomo Melech know the language of the planets? It doesn't say that he did But uh, we have to first say that it was a language of the planets. Right If from did. It says Which means he knew the language of the trees now, even saying that the trees have a language is less of a Kiddush than this Ramba Because we also accept trees are alive. Okay. So maybe they don't talk a language we hear them, but so they're living things. They grow, they, they, they breathe in, through their leaves, whatever it's going to be. They're nutrients through their roots. It's, it's a different kind of life. Maybe so we call it a lower life form, but it's alive. But to talk about a planet which is basically just dead rock as being someone which has Kiddush, that's already a very big Kiddush. That's already a very big Kiddush. And I said, I didn't see anybody who attempts to explain the metzias yeah. that the Surah was talking about, so the best is you could do is try to analyze and say the literally, in which case yeah, here it will be z'mukar. Okay. The are the spiritual, I mean, the levels of the different planets in Shemayn. Here in this world, Hashem creates a different Golgaliyim, a different form. It isn't like any of them. The form that Hashem creates in this world has four different surfaces, four different appearances. And then again, the animal like It's not like the way, the way things are on other planets. The nephra called surfaces makes the Everything Hashem creates in this world has a little bit of this skullam. So, what's this form that Hashem creates only in this world? So the it explains. It's underneath the moon, the Yes, which means it's not in the world of the Shemaim, it's in the world of the arts, which is down here. So, so there's this four planets that are in between the moon Not and earth? Not four planets, but four, uh, what he calls, uh, uh ahead, four materials. Material. Okay. Right. And this is going to be the four building blocks you always talk about, What is the world's made out of. Aish, Rahmah, are The four building blocks the world's made out of. And that's what he says, that uh, are the four, you say this, the four primary objects Hashem has with which he builds this whole world. That's the question one by one. Surah Rishonah, Surah Sayesh. The first sir is a seraph and is called with x squared of z when here we to that so then it becomes part of the graph of five the second sir is and the second sir which i uses, is uh the griff of the rath something which is comes from the air, which is <coughs> not <another> a solid or liquid <laughs> and is called with x squared and y 2 connect to it and it becomes part of the graph of the rath all these different materials lead one into the other. All these two materials exist in the world, and Hashem made something out of all four of them. Which is just going to explain to you what it is. In other words, Hashem uses these four materials in order to to make something which is a synthesis of all of them. As I said at the beginning, that there's a garden which is made out of four teres. and the four taurus are the four base materials, the four usados that we talk about. But taurus, lishas taurus are made. And therefore, Hashem has four building blocks, so to speak, and he, what He makes out of them have that that, that original kayak in them that they were created from. But there's also something Hashem creates out of all four together. What does it mean by all of them, Hashem created something which is made out of all of them. It has all these different elements in it. Doesn't mean both Yes, so you have the Gufesh, and there's something which Hashem creates which also has the Gufesh. Now they both have the Gufesh, the original ish, which Hashem used the Gufesh to build. So this means all of them also. the the There's four which means here in this world. There's these four Gufim which are separate from each other. like another four. Spheres of each one goes around completely the one which is underneath it. Hagufa ruach, asamach the galgal erech ugufay esh. The first of these coins is the highest one, according to Rambam's gufay esh. the gufay ruach, lematim and the Gufa ma'im, the gufay arutz. Ma'im and ma'akam And therefore, he says there's four concentric circles, so to speak. Arutz covered by ma'im, covered by avir, covered by esh. Now, already the Chazal learned this idea of, of these four Yusayas, they learned it from the Pasuk, of the beginning of the And when it talks about the Nagaz Norda, that there was the of the Seva Vayu, that's the arts. Then the Choshech, Choshech means Fayeach Nabhan says, the Choshech open the Then there is the water. The bottom of the arts, which is the Seva then it's covered by the water, which is the Tohoim, and then on top of it is the which is the Ash, the and the al-Hakim is the Ruch. So we have this four of these once before the you said it's right from right from the beginning of my separations. Uh, but now but the Khadish Ram said here is is that there are these four circles of each one of them. Not just they said simply that things in this world are made out of all four, which we can understand, but rather there, there's a circle of fire and a circle of water and a circle of air and all these things are surrounding our world before the moon. Between our between us and the moon, that's what he so clearly. That he says that uh, we have these, all these four, um, so to speak, spheres around the world, which are all lower than the moon. They're all nearer to us. not. he's not talking about creations in this world, he's talking about something above? So what's he talking about? What are these layers around the world of these four things which um, which are around our planet, they don't even get as high as the moon, and uh, what he calls these four these four spheres around the world so the evidence is the more we understand the science of space the more we can try and give an explanation of what i'm talking about because we know that there are things around the world for example the a layer of air around the world and there are those on the there are various substances which go around the world before we get to the any other planets and those substances which go around the world is what i'm referring to as being connected these arabiocidus so you can understand what he's saying very literally. And that is, there are various levels of different things which go around the world and those are connect the four usages. Okay, so that's the first one he says. But now he says, when it comes to these four usages, let's say the ring of oxygen and then the ozone the ring of other gases around the world, I These things aren't alive. It's, uh, these are just space objects which aren't alive. And therefore, the don't know anything. Something which is dead knows nothing, I and mean, that's why he's explaining these things are like an inanimate matter. The way that they act isn't something they can change because that's how Hashem made them. But they don't have any intelligence. Therefore, they can't be massive, They can't understand. There's nothing the which is alive which can think and understand. That's in this world. The fish tells t- 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 the water. What is the fire, bar because smoke. What's he saying? Inyan which means Sheik What was saying was to people. To whom is he talking to bless Hashem? To people. And what's the idea of blessing Hashem? because you see the various things he created in the world. So therefore, the answer is because in these things you can see Hashem's Skvura, it says in the last line. And it says that you'll see things of a person's Skvura, Shatiru, in all the different elements he created, and you'll see that Shri Gavura sometime really cares. And here's the difference. We don't find that these things praise Hashem, Rather, we find a person is meant to praise Hashem for these things, which means they're inanimate. They can't be called to praise Hashem, but when a person sees the Chokhmah, which they are in all the different layers Hashem created around the world, it creates air and it creates protection from the sun, and whatever it's going to be, so any he, he can appreciate Hashem for it, as opposed to the planets themselves. is Where it's not that it's to praise Hashem for the planets. There it's of the planets to praise Hashem. And therefore, it must be that he gets his explanation, when it comes to the planets in some way, which we understand physically how it works, but at least in the way that I understood it, they have to have that the planets themselves have some nefesh and some ability to praise Hashem, which, which is what they do. Whereas when it comes to this world and our appreciation to praise Hashem for various uh, levels to put into the world, we never found that they praise Hashem. And it's so the reason is because they are coffee mason. But the fact that they're there, Hashem they creates them as a shield from the sun or whatever the case is. And in matter, that's so we should praise Hashem for them. I okay, guess so that's the side said of the parrot. Um, the Ram hasn't yet finished his explanation of of how the world works. And the, the point he wants to get to, obviously, is to appreciate Hashem's Godness. But in the meantime, what we saw in the Rambam is the way that he understands what it means, the galgal, which means the different, uh, so circles, and spheres, which turn around the world. And I explains that different things are further away, depending on which galgal that they're in. And then his vikkhid, which should said at the end, and that is that uh, the the stars in the Galgalim have a certain das, whereas the layers that Shem created as a barrier between this world and the Galgalim, when he calls the four this, they don't have a dais. We don't ever find fun day therefore he says they don't have a dais, which is the pashtus. Whereas when it comes to the level above that, so when we find that the things that Shem created in the world, especially in Shemayim, we find Psukim, where they were called on to have a certain das. and if that's the case, he says that's something which can also not that we praise Hashem for it, but we can call on it to praise Hashem too. Like I said, so to f- understand the concept we can, to understand them and see so that there's such a thing as a, as a as a planet which has dice and therefore can think of praise Hashem, but it's not what we know about. And therefore, just to first of all, practically is difficult, but once you accept the idea, so then we can say, if that's the okay, case, so then it has a high level of praise of Hashem too. It would be impossible to. to sort of